Today, we are using the Virtues Reflection Cards with permission from virtuesmatter.com. A live link is provided in the description box below this video for information on purchasing the downloadable phone app and or a physical deck of cards. Welcome to Mindful Musings, where you're invited to join in mindful reflections that encourage and deepen connections with self and others. Help build a culture of caring, create a life of purpose, and face challenging transitions in an atmosphere of unity. Uh, well, Linda, you can't imagine how much I appreciate the fact that you're here. Me too. Thank you for being here. And here you are with your another initiative. I think it's wonderful. I'm so excited to have you as our guest here today, Linda. Um, Thank you. I'm going to read from one of the leader cards from the deck, the newest deck of cards, um, which has a name change. So I'm gonna let you talk about that uh, in a bit. It says here, um, Linda Kavlin Popov is principal author of the books of the Virtues Project and the Diverse Virtues Cards. Dan and I see these sunset meditations as a legacy in the sunset season of our own lives. They provide glimpses of the essence of each virtue, giving each day a moment of peace and mindfulness. So Linda, thank you for being with us today and thanks for making these cards. They're just gorgeous. You're welcome. I'm so delighted that Dan was able to use his gifts with photography for all those beautiful sunsets that frame the words. Beautiful. And what a wonderful collaboration um, to be able to com com combine your gifts, integrate your gifts together as a couple and, and share them with the world like that. We really love doing that. And so these latest cards, which are actually now called resilience cards, um, it just was a joy for us to make them together. Is really, really a sweet experience. So Linda, we were wondering how you would enjoy doing a virtues pick with us today. That'd be wonderful. Great. And we will use the resilience cards. Oh, terrific. <clears throat> and well, when we do it, um, Barbara and I usually set an intention. So, you know, just what would our intention be to do the Virtues Pick today? And we'd ask you if you'd like to share with us an intention. Absolutely. Well, my intention these, during these days of profound and global challenge is how do we heal? How do we navigate? How do we ride the waves during this time when we're forced into social isolation, and yet we're connecting with everybody we know electronically. But yet there's a lot of fear for people. There's a lot of insecurity. And we're in a place of unknowns. We've never been through this as a global community before. So my intention is what will help each of us as we navigate this, this time. So shall I pick a virtue? Please. Okay, I'm using my, I'm using my app. Oh, it just popped right up without my doing anything. 
Interesting. <laughs> Accountability, owning our choices. Accountability, owning our choices. Mindfully, we bring ourselves to account, standing in responsibility for all we do and say. Guilt is a signal for change, not a place to dwell. We make amends, not excuses. Let each day be better than the last. Um, and this is a quote from Confucius. A man who has committed a mistake and doesn't correct it is committing another mistake. So I, what, how that speaks to me is, uh, first of all, the first word is mindfully. We bring ourselves to account. I think that um, for me, this, this time is actually a holy pause. It's a time to go within and even if we have children around us, all of us need some time of solitude, whether it's out on a walk or having our routine of reverence. But we all need to rethink our lives. This is an opportunity to say, where am I in my life? Let me look at it. Let me consider where I've been and what am I ready to let go of? And what do I want to move on with? So uh, any big change is an opportunity to rewrite our own narrative. So for me, <clears throat> this crisis has come at the same time as Dan and I moved to a new place. It's a very different place from where we were before. We're still in our little island of Lanai, but <clears throat> we're in a quiet place, so it's very contemplative for us here. And um, what I'm noticing is that I'm opening myself to, if I'm living with accountability, if I'm living as consciously as I can, what would I like to change? So I've come up with like four or five so far. And one of them is that I want to cook more often. So I'm really having fun with my creativity. And, and so I'm probably being accountable because I want Dan especially to eat well. <laughs> He's a hot dog guy, you know. So <clears throat> it's things as simple as that. And also... For me at this age to finally let go of am I enough and to really accept this is what I can do. This is what allows me to keep my pace of grace. So for me, <clears throat> it's actually been a wonderful experience of going within and seeking a new accountability, a new balance in my life. So that, that's me. That's how accountability speaks to me today. Linda, what I'm hearing is a real embracing the reality that is yours and taking that time to really discern what your truth is. Yes, that's right. Thank you. 
Thank you. And, and I hear the message to all of us, um, you know, to focus on the unity between mind, body, and spirit. So that, that internal yeah. uh, unity is, is um, perhaps the place to begin. And I'm, and I'm hearing that. Barbara, it's interesting that you say that. It's very perceptive because I'm taking better care of my body than I have in a long time. I'm walking every morning a little bit longer each day and um, breathing more deeply. So I find that starting the day with that is incredibly uh, energizing for me. Mm -hmm. So yeah, thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you both. Yeah, thank you. How about the two of you? How does accountability speak to you? I think in a very similar way, you know, I'm, I'm being called to account for uh, my inner um, world, you know, as much as we're being called to account sins uh, in the outer world, um, you know, it's, we could not carry on in the way humanity has been carrying on. It's just not... Yeah. sustainable um, you know there are lots of predictors down history who have um, seen this time coming or or a time coming when um, we were no longer able to carry on in in a sustainable way and and here we are <laughs> so I feel like accountability um, you know it, it just it's so interesting what's happening right now it just kind of feels like this we've been given permission to um rest and refocus our energy globally like everyone it's not just you know those who are on the leading edge or those who are on the forefront it's it's everyone has an opportunity to rethink and reframe everything right now Mm -hmm. So accountability, um, you know, to Mother Earth, accountability to yeah. um, the giants that whose shoulders we stand on, the wisdom, you know, of the people in our past and the, you know, I, I just think about all those who have done service in, for humanity in the past and, um, you know, we have almost um, a sense of account. I feel a sense of accountability to every one of them to act in a way right now that, you know, that is um, honoring of, of them and their actions and all of what they've done throughout history. Yeah. So I kind of feel like universally, I'm, I know I'm not alone. There are a lot of people who think that this is a, a global and a spiritual reset. Yeah. Um, so accountability, is sort of, when it's when it's given to me in this way, guilt is a is a signal for change, not a place to dwell. There's an invitation there. It's not a clouting. You've been bad. <laughs> um, it's you know. There's an invitation for us to um, reframe and and pick up. In, in a new way. So yeah. 
um, my goodness, I know for me personally, there's a lot of things in my relationships that seem to be coming up for consideration. Yeah. And, um, you know, they come up sometimes by accident and all of a sudden there's this, you know, thing that's unfolding and, and, um, and I feel very blessed to have these words and these virtues and this context to be able to help mm. me uh, just pin a little bit of sanity um, to, to my frame. But yeah, that, that's how it's speaking to me. Uh, we are being very mindful and I see so many people rising to that right now. Yeah. And uh, it's, like, it's like a forced awakening. And just before I finish, you know, I, I heard on a talk this morning a gentleman referring to um, an economic coma, induced coma. Oh. And I thought that was a really interesting way to sort of look at the pause as well. Yeah. Yeah. So stop the, stop the bleeding. <laughs> induce yeah. a coma, stop the bleeding, and... Um, so, so I appreciate all of the accountability in that as well. And, and for all those people on the front line, bless them. Yeah. That's how it's speaking to me. Barbara, I just want to honor your, <clears throat> your deep sense of purpose and purposefulness because you, you see with a spiritual eye what is really going on and the meaning of it. And, you know, seeing what you said just reminds me of what Buckminster Fuller said about uh, think globally and act locally. We're, you know, you're called to purify your relationships to get them on the right track. And um, so I really see you stepping up to that sense of responsibility and accountability for yourself from a, really a spiritual perspective. Mm, thank you for that reflection, Linda. Barbara, it's your appreciation for the opportunity here, your appreciation for the people who have gone before. Um, just that optimism that this is an opportunity for us all to reset on the personal level and on the global level, and that you're, yeah. you're embracing it joyfully. Yeah. Thank you, Linda. How about for you? What speaks to you? How about this speaks to you? Well, it's, uh, again, I, I find it interesting that the first word, as Linda said, is mindfully, and that this podcast that we have is Mindful Musings, and, and that, <laughs> That's part of our whole uh, initiative here is, is bringing ourselves to account um, in these musings so that we can stand in responsibility for all that we do and say, because if we don't take that time take, to stop and get clear, like for example, it came to me the other day that, you know, this unpredictability that we're dealing with right now isn't really new. 
the reality is none of us ever knows what's going to happen tomorrow. We think we do. We think we have control that we don't have. So this is giving us all a chance to be mindful that in any day, any way, we can always stop, assess where we're at, get rid of any stories we're making up about it, and not dwell in guilt or recriminations or um, shaming or blaming, what have you. Just say, okay, that's not what I want. So what do I need to do? What can I do? to create something different. And so again, making the amends, making the changes um, so that we can let each day be better than the last. And um, when I rearranged my furniture, something to do one day, um, I took my easel and I, I put a blank canvas up on purpose to remind <laughs> me that every moment there's this opportunity to take and paint a new reality um and and so that i can make anything better than what it was before if mm. i'm mindful and accountable for my actions um what i say mm. and um and have that humility to just you know hold myself accountable and that that's doing my part. And one of the things of being accountable right now is be accountable for the fact that I'm very blessed that I have the privilege to stay home. And so many people in the world don't have that privilege. You know, um, there's all those who are on the front lines right now in, you know, in North America where I live in the culture that I'm in, who are going to work, you know, who are driving the trucks, doing the farming to keep the food coming, the doctors, the nurses, the people in the grocery store who are there, you know, loading the shelves, the cashiers, like there's all sorts of people out there who are providing essential services for us. And then there's all those people who live in communities where they don't have access to their own space mm -hmm. to socially isolate in. They're living in um, housing conditions. They don't have clean water, you know, refugee camps and what have you. So again, you know, for those of us who are challenged with this idea of staying home, recognize that it is a privilege that mm. we've been given and that responsibility is being grateful for that privilege and using it responsibly yeah. to help save the people who don't have that privilege that I have and blessed to have so yeah so that's how accountability is speaking to me today is that it it really is all of us looking at what we can be accountable for and there's something we can all can do do and we can all be heroes in our own small ways that's that's me today thank you Linda I just really Linda, I just really appreciate how <clears throat> much you value and are grateful for the people that are still going to work. Mm. And I see such perceptiveness in the way you're thinking of this through. Your blank canvas, I wondered what that was doing there. <laughs> and it's a really good symbol for facing the unknown. And I hear you facing it with, with trust and confidence. Mm. 
You know, Linda, I think all that I've been through in the past, dealing with the healings um, from PTSD and finding my footing from there and everything has actually prepared me. Yeah. So that I'm, you know, yeah. would have thought, but I, mm -hmm. I'm able to deal with the unknown now. I mean, I've right. lost everything before, so it's like, okay, here we go. <laughs> I've spent years building up all these resources. So, and the virtues Great. is one of them. So, thank mm. you for that gift. Mm. Including rearranging your furniture and um, and doing things to keep yourself active and um, mobile and uh, cognizant and and moving forward. Um, yeah. Thank you. You're the, you're the calm in your own wind over there. And I'm, and I'm feeling that too, so. Thanks. Hmm. So Linda, I'm wondering if there's anything else that's on your heart that you would like to share with people at this time. I know you've written a new book. And I have <laughs> cards coming out. So is there anything else that you want to share with us that we can all look forward to going forward? Well, I just sent out my, my blog from my website, lindacavlinpopoff.com about CPR for the soul. Mm. How do we <laughs> take care of ourselves? And what's really been on my heart for days and days before I wrote it was the, the CPR is circle up, you know, create or find your tribe, reach out to your family, <clears throat> connect with people. So C is for circle up, connect and compassion. Have compassion for yourself, have compassion for everyone around you and think about who you want to connect with that would be present to you to companion you. And we know in the Virtues Project that that fifth strategy of offer spiritual companioning is when someone listens deeply without judging, without advising, without having to fix you and hears you and then gives you a Virtues Acknowledgement because your, your need is to empty your cup if you're feeling scared, if you're feeling mad, if you're feeling frustrated, whatever it might be, and to hear it and honor it and then acknowledge you. And that simple tool is so needed right now because a lot of people are doing <clears throat> what I have heard described as a spiritual bypass. Mm. And by that I mean when someone expresses a feeling of vulnerability, that they will say something like, well, you know, God can look after all this. God is in control. Have faith and you'll be fine. Well, we don't need to skip our emotions to have faith. So that's the C. I'm, I'm shortening it. The P is for pace yourself. Don't just lie around in bed in your jammies all day watching TV. Um, get up, get dressed or have a shower first, get dressed, you know, and choose what you're gonna do for the day. And if you have a family around you and children, they need structure. They, for them to feel safe and secure, and for all of us, honestly, we need some structure. 
So <clears throat> have your exercise time, have your chore time. Even the youngest child can do something. Have your play time and make sure you're playing together and then balance solitude and togetherness. And <clears throat> finally, the CPR ends with reach out. Reach out to others that need your help. You know, um, Barbara, you were talking about, well, both of you were talking about other people who are really challenged. And my heart is with the people in the world that don't know what their next source of dollars is going to be. How are they gonna feed their families? But these refugee camps, which are so difficult. So how do we help them? And there are a lot of pleas out there from uh, celebrities about how we can help fund those people. The R is also for reach up and call on your own reverence and have a routine of reverence where you pray, you meditate, you reflect. Children are very responsive to a routine of reverence and very good meditators. So we don't need to wait until the children are, <clears throat> are out to be able to do that. So to me, this is CPR of the soul. Reach up to your, what I call your A-team, your ancestors, your advisors, those angels that are there for you in, in the spiritual world. And we will get through this together. So that is definitely on my heart. Thank you for asking, Linda. That was thoughtful of you. Good, thoughtful question. Well, thank you for all your commitment, your life of service, you and Dan and, and John, um, for the gifts that you have shared for so many years. And the fact that this project has been going on for over 30 years now. <laughs> I know. It's hard to believe, isn't it? When you start yeah. 30 years it's... later, turn around, there it is. And, and I, I have to share, you know, years ago, Barbara and I were on a team that uh, did a global mentorship for the Virtues Project facilitators in uh, Victoria, BC. That's how we met, Linda. Yeah. Oh, that's where you met. Well, we, we met online because Barbara wasn't able to actually attend that year. Oh, my goodness. That's right. So Wendy came in her place. Anyway, so at that, we formed a team that year and and we did do meetings every morning before and every evening after and did our virtues picks and practiced the five yeah. strategies of the virtue project uh speak the language uh recognize the teachable moments of which there were many um setting clear boundaries honoring the spirit and companioning with each other as things came up wonderful yeah. and you know that team uh, the core is still meeting every two weeks to do a virtues pick together. Is that right? So we've been doing that for 10 years. That, talk about faithfulness. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Now, you know, we've lost one of, a couple of the members are no longer present or with us, but um, yeah, the core is still there. Right. Yeah. It's, it's been a gift for all of us. Yeah, it's been such a gift. We're actually going to bring it online, and we're going to make it available, and um, and uh, and do what we can to uh, to get it in a way give back <clears throat> with that as well. But Linda, I, I just want to acknowledge your devotion 
as well to um, service to humanity. It's um, I know you. you you eat, breathe, sleep, dream this work, and that's true. <laughs> and you um, you know in some ways intuitively uh, have have known uh, that this time has perhaps been coming and, and maybe you didn't know that. I, I feel like everything you've done is preparing us. <laughs> these cards that you've done, this work, these trainings, this, this global network that you've created. Um, so, yeah. Well, Linda, you know, you, you mentioned my new book and I finished it before all of this started. Wow. I just finished it. And it's called The Freedom Season. So I'm giving some thought to how is that relevant now? Mm-hmm. But it, maybe it's more relevant than ever. Wow. Because we, when we're in the midst of this global reset, we also get to reset our lives. And that's what it's all about. It's called the freedom season, dreaming at the crossroads. And if this isn't a crossroads, I don't know what is. No kidding. Now I'm getting chills. I'm thinking, yes, the book is still relevant. <laughs> and you know, it's awesome because when you started this Virtues project way back when, in the early 80s, nobody was talking about the Virtues. And now, I mean, I just watched the thing last night with a, you know incredible neurosurgeon who's, who's uh, been funding research on compassion. And, yeah. and you know, yeah. all sorts of people are talking. It's out there now. <laughs> and it's being tested it's being proven by the the experts and so you know i love the fact that it was a grassroots movement that did get upstairs into the silos of (laughs) academia um because that's often where the 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 learning comes from is on the ground not necessarily yeah and that leads me to one of my questions what is it like for you what's it like to have set an intention back 30 years ago and then be seeing what you're seeing and witnessing what you're witnessing in the world right now. Thank you, Barbara. I'm just in awe of how it's so alive and it's so vibrant throughout the world 30 plus years later, because we started in 1988 and actually, we released our first book in 1991, I think it was. And so, no, 1990. And then to end up with the Dalai Lama endorsing the project and the United Nations and getting to be on Oprah. And, you know, we are now trying to reconnect with people of influence like Oprah to see if we can't help virtues to go viral now. Virtues need to go viral. And one of the ways is to get this phone app in everybody's hands, which has all the virtues, almost all the virtues cards. Mm -hmm. Um, Those for families, those for schools, those for individual reflection. Um, The reflection cards and then the, now we're calling them the resilience cards. So Um, that's a very simple way to get it out there. And like one of the things that's uh, quite exciting, I keep seeing, you know, I keep seeing this proliferation 
of virtue's language everywhere. Yes. And one of the most famous singers here in Hawaii is Henry Kapono. Oh, and yeah. every day he is reading a virtue's card yeah. from the family virtue's cards and then singing a relevant song every single day. Wow. So you can go on his YouTube channel, Henry Kapono, K-A-P-O-N-O, and here's a celebrity using his celebrity for two things. One is to remind us of who are we really by reading the virtues cards. And <clears throat> secondly, he has a foundation and he's raising money for out of work musicians mm. in Hawaii, which means a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, to me, it is a freedom season because it's saying, what will you do with this precious life of yours now? And I don't mean to do a spiritual bypass of feelings. Yes. But I think we've got to keep ourselves uplifted and at the same time, take some time to go inside and say, how am I feeling? Am I scared? Mm -hmm. What will happen if I die? Mm -hmm. You know, how do we prepare ourselves? And like you said, Linda, you, you know, you've been through a lot of trauma in your life and you've done the work. So now you seem very peaceful as this cataclysm is going on. So, <clears throat> but it's a joy to me. I, I'm, an, <laughs> I'm constantly in awe of seeing the Virtues Project popping up in all these different ways. And especially people emphasizing kindness and compassion at this crucial time. The virtues, it's a free gift we all have within yes. us to share with others and ourselves. Yeah. It's a giveaway, right? Like it's maybe that's how we should be sharing it with people. It's like this is a free gift. If you all have it inside, just open up, you know, and this will help you open the package and all the magic that's in there. So oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited for, um, you know, the celebrity in Hawaii who is helping to raise the spirit and the level of yeah. awareness. There's just so many and the focus on <clears throat> kindness and I, you know, just this morning I, I sent an email invitation to uh, the Born This Way Foundation inviting the CEO to come and be a guest also and do a virtues pick with us so Excellent. we're hoping to see uh, more and more people who have that kind of influence um, raising awareness and getting on board and being part of this uh, uh, change momentum that's happening yeah and how people are coming out of their silos i think that's really awesome too to see how people are working together and collaborating and cross-pollinating their skills and abilities yeah. now um, so yeah. that we are working together as opposed to competitively. Yeah. Yeah. We're pooling our resources and I think that's really awesome. I love seeing the online uh, performances by dancers all over the world. Yeah. They're each dancing their part, but they've learned the same routine. Yeah. To me, what an opportunity for unity and this morning, a friend, a very dear friend, sent me uh, a performance by the staff of Beautiful, which is 
the story of Carol King yeah. and singing, You've Got a Friend. Oh, oh it was so wonderful. Yeah. And at the very end, there's Carol singing the last line. Oh, it just broke me right up. It was so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So everybody's doing what they can. And I think that's what we need to do. Yeah. And we need to encourage children who are so creative to think of what can we do for people that are hungry? What can we do for people that live near us that might be all by themselves? You know, what can we do? So, you know, the first week that this became very real, a friend of mine walked all the way across Lanai to leave some food at my door. <laughs> that she made with a lot of love. You know, just little things like that. And I do think we need to be accountable to respond to the call for us to, to social distance, stay safe by isolating in our own home, stay home as much as we possibly can, and plan better because sometimes we need to just go to the store once a week or once every two weeks. They're, they're saying, get enough food for two weeks, yeah. which means you have to really plan what are you going to be eating? What are you going to serve? So <clears throat> it's doing all those things. And if we are sick in any way, stay home. Don't spread it. Mm -hmm. And God willing, we'll be able to lick this thing, you know, and really somehow get back to a new but normal, new normal, mm -hmm. where we can start making some money again. We can start commerce again. But I love